Welcome in to this Bears Monday on the home of the Bears, ESPN 1000, along with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you here on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show, starting at 5, and now is, we, we are at 6 o'clock. Don't forget, we're going to hear from Courtney Cronin coming up in our next hour, also the great Alex Brown will be part of our program as well. But at 8 o'clock every day, we do this little thing called Shot of No Shot. We're going to give you a little sample of what it sounds like here with the great Shay Norlick. Shay? It's brought to you by the Club Hawthorne mobile wagering app. Check out the Club Hawthorne betting bars, the points bet sports book. They are the sponsor of Shot or No Shot. Let's snore it up. Here's Snorling. All right, boys. going to be a lot of bears here in Shot or No Shot. I want to get started because, I mean, they traded the number one pick to Carolina, and that's just where we're going to start. But I want to talk about the Carolina side of things, which we haven't done as much in our first hour. Here's a recent history of teams that traded into the top five to select a quarterback, which is what the Panthers did. The Eagles uh, went up to get Carson Wentz. They went 7-9 and nine the following year and picked 12th. The Rams went up to get Jared Goff. They went 4-12 and 12 and picked 5th. And the Bears went up to get Mitchell Trubisky. They went 5-11, and 11 and they picked 8th in the draft the following season. Shot or no shot, Carolina just gave the Bears a top 8 pick next season. That's a shot. Absolute shot. Now, they're in a bad division. They could as easily win that division as finish dead last. So we're cheering for every loss they get. Get the Bears as high a pick as they can. Can you imagine if you got the number one pick next year yes. without your own bad record? Absolutely. And polls would trade it. Um, so <laughs> try to get more picks. Or take Caleb Williams and trade Justin. One of those two. Things. I mean, that's still, I mean, you say that, you laugh, that could be a possibility because we'll get into it. But I mean, DJ Moore's on the team. You're going to pull up and, and be 3, three and 14 again? I mean, anything could happen. No, I'm saying. No. Carolina is. No, no, but I but the point is though is that saying that the Bears would get a new quarterback in here in, in after the twenty four season twenty three after twenty three season yeah. is uh in the cards. Oh if, God. If the Bears are still underachieving. If the Bears go five and twelve, they're probably picking Caleb Williams at the top of the draft mm-hmm. with those two picks. Let's let's think about that. So we'll see. So give the give the question again. Okay. Uh, shot or no shot, Carolina gave the Bears a top eight pick next season. Yeah, that's a shot. There's no question about that. That is a, a shot. Absolutely. And again, just just locked in on the NFC South just for a second. So my prediction is, is that the Saints will be the class of that just by default because I think Derek Carr can be able to raise the level for the Saints to a certain level. You would think. W- will they be better than 7-10? and 10? I, I would say yes. I would take the over of the seven point, uh, seven wins there in that spot. Tampa's rebuilding. Sounds like Baker Mayfield might be their choice at quarterback. So are the Falcons. Good luck with that. The Falcons are they're a decent unit without a quarterback. Okay, so I would say, yeah, they're going. I would say the Panthers would probably be third or fourth in that division in the NFC South. So that could put the Bears in a good spot. First round pick in twenty twenty four. Boy, I love for that to be the top five. Oh man, I love for that to be a top five pick because again, that just gets the Bears continuing to roll with young assets. That's so important for this team. Agree, Shay. 
I just want to big picture this quickly. When you think about the Bears having the number one pick in the NFL draft for the first time in seven decades and then kickstarting the NFL offseason by trading it ahead of free agency opening, shot or no shot, this is the most exciting offseason in Chicago Bears history. Oh, that's a shot. A sh- absolutely. Name me one that would be more exciting. I can't think of one. You were excited what? about Maserati, Mitch, because you had a, you know that the Bears are going to get a quarterback. You just didn't know whom. Yes, but not to this level. All these picks, all of them, and we have Justin. Yeah, this is by far the most exciting offseason in my lifetime that I can remember. Maybe somebody will correct me and give me one that, that I'm missing. But even when they went and got Khalil Mack, that wasn't really the offseason. It was... Two weeks before the season started. However, it was, here we go with Khalil Mack. Correct. Top 10 player in the league. Correct. When do the Bears do that? Not not just on the defensive side of the football. I was overjoyed by that because I said, boy, that solidifies your defense for the next decade until come to find out that he was a part-time player because he was hurt so often. He got hurt a lot. That first year, he was great. Remember that game, the first game of the season? First game is a bear for him. Yeah. In Green Bay on Sunday Night Football. Mm -hmm. Bears were up, what, 20 to nothing at the half? Something like that. He got a strip sack. He got a pick six. It was like, oh, my goodness. Who is this dude? He's ours? It just never quite got there. Shay. All right, uh, with the Bears... Shot. Well, the Bears managed to get back a first next year, an additional second-round pick in 2025. As it stands, they will not have a selection in this draft between picks 9 and 54. We talked a lot about how you couldn't go from 1 into the 60s, but that's 45 spots between picks. Shot or no shot? Poles is not done moving in this draft. That's a shot. There's something else up his sleeve, and I don't know what it is. He will be on the phone between now and the draft to be able to do more. Says I did this. I moved one. I, I'm down to nine now. I'm able to get 61 overall. I got a first round pick at 24. I got a second round pick at 25. And DJ Moore. Hmm. It's like me wagging my fingers over the donuts, saying, "Hmm, don't mind if I do." I think the same thing with Ryan Poles. Hmm. I think I want to do more. Let me ask you a question. What if somebody calls him at nine that Will Levis or Anthony Richardson probably aren't there, but. Let's assume there's one of the quarterbacks on the board still. Patrick Mahomes was there at 10. And they said, we want to come up and get the quarterback. We'll give you next year's number one. Does he trade completely out of the first round if the deal makes sense? In 24? No, no. This draft. This draft. There's one of the quarterbacks sitting there, Richardson or Levis. Yeah. And somebody calls, like Kansas City did in 17 to get Mahomes at 10. They came from 27 or 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. And somebody calls him and says, I want 9. I need to get a quarterback. I'll give you late 20s or I'll give you my second round pick and I'll give you next year's number 1. Does he do it? I don't think he does, but I'm not going to say that it's out of the realm of possibility. I don't think he does, though. I think he, looks, he covets someone on the offensive line or defensive line that will be there at 9. Because, all right, you moved out of 1. You're at nine. You can get the player that you want, the rookie that you want in that spot. You move down too much, Gap. Start moving the checker pieces around. Now you're out of position to get a top ten player. And I think that, aside from the quarterbacks, 
I think that he can be able to find the guy that he wants at nine. Jalen Carter, whomever. The kid from Texas Tech, is he going to be there at nine? No chance. Okay, well. So that's the guy I love. Tyree Wilson, mm-hmm. great player. Um, I'm curious that if somebody wants to come up to get a quarterback, they see somebody sitting there, all right, I'll trade you for the pick. Mm-hmm. I'll give you next year's number one and the year after's number one. Does Ryan Poles go, okay, it's yours. <laughs> wow, that would be that would be unbelievable. Like it would have to be such a home run to hit the pause button on twenty three. Mm. I don't know. Cap. All of a sudden, he's got four number one picks next year: his, the Panthers, and whatever other deal he made. That would be insane. I think he could snooker someone out of some other picks for the future. I need to stay at nine for me. Because I need to have that difference maker. Again, that could be Carter at nine. You turn you turn a blind eye to someone that could help you out for you know five to ten years on that defensive line? I don't know. I feel like there's something else that's going to happen. I just don't know what. It's a great question. Great question. Shay. Okay. All right, let's talk a little DJ Moore. The Bears finally have a number one receiver. Here, here's some numbers for you. In his five seasons with the Panthers, he has 364 catches, 5,201 yards, and 21 touchdowns. I'm going to contextualize that a little bit. That's one fewer catch, a thousand more yards, and only nine fewer touchdowns than Stephon Diggs had his first five seasons in the NFL. Diggs, we know, got sent to Buffalo. Got a quarterback, became a top five receiver. Shot or no shot, like Diggs, DJ Moore can become a top receiver in the NFL. Uh, he said can. That's a shot. Will is a different story. Because this is all about the development of Justin Fields in an offensive line too, Cap. I'm throwing the offensive line in that conversation time and time again because it is important. I understand that you're not going to have an iron gate in front of Justin Fields anytime soon. Even Joe Burrow with Cincinnati has got you know a a very sketchy offensive line over the last few years. They got the Super Bowl with a bad offensive line, mm-hmm. but yet Burrow's ability to get the ball down the field and connect to his weapons has made the Bengals a perennial playoff team. Now, what about the Bears? So where where do you have just uh, DJ Moore ranked? In the NFL, I'm looking at one of the Pro Football Network did a whole a breakdown. breakdown. Yeah, what number do you think they had him? They they ranked thirty one to thirty. Uh, probably fifteen. Shay, where did they have him? I would say, just look over look over his shoulder if you want the answer. Well, yeah, I could do that. I would say inside <laughs> inside the top twenty. I don't know if he's top fifteen. Twenty seventh. Good. That's ridiculous. They have him 27th. Yeah, so, do you, so do you buy in that cap? You read that. I now, think he's he higher believe? than that. I have him like 17. I have him right in the middle of the pack. But do you know what that is, too? That's a guy, he played with the corpse of Cam Newton. He played with Sam Darnold. He played with Baker Mayfield. He is ne- P.J. Walker. He's never had a quarterback throwing him the football, and he plays in a market nobody cares about. Nobody watches Carolina Panthers football. So this All is, right. you see a guy at 27. Right. That's terrible. 
It's true. All right. Now, now, all right. Let's not do that. Now, now here's the point. Do, but you know what I mean? How often are the Panthers the 425 game of the week? People watch Justin Jefferson. People watch Stephon Diggs. The Panthers right. aren't getting the big national game. They're on regional television. Well, this is where people put him low because they haven't watched him play. Shay, let's, let's just make this point then. Let me just help. I'll, I'll help your point by saying this. Because of the quarterbacks you just laid out, and he still was able to give you a couple of thousand-yard uh, receiving seasons, that says a lot for him. No question. So, like, I really like him. He's small. He's six feet. If he was six five, oh my God. Mm-hmm. They, here, I'll just give you the top guys. Can he be that with Justin? I hope so. Justin Jefferson, one. Tyreek Hill, two. Diggs, three. A.J. Brown, four. Devontae Adams, five. Jamar Chase, Cooper Cup, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Debo Samuel, Devontae Smith, DK Metcalf. That's the top 12. Okay. You telling me he can't be as good as Tyler Lockett? I'm telling you you're wrong. Of course he can. Of course he can. But this will all be proven by what the Bears do with their offense. DJ Moore is a big part of what they've been able to do in this deal. There's no doubt. Mm -hmm. How about the line? And how about the development of Justin Fields? That's the key. No matter who's sending you messages or who's sending me messages about Justin Fields and saying, well, there's a ceiling on his success, well, F that. I'm not going to be a dream killer. I saw too much of him in college to believe that this is the best you can get. You are, by design, losing to be in this position that we're talking. There's a Bears Monday because of the path that the Bears have taken. The reason why we're doing the show is because Ryan Pohl says we're going to level this franchise. We're going to take it down to the studs. That's what we're going to do. And so for those that are supposedly town evaluators, Cap, that look at Justin Fields and say, well, I wasn't impressed. Well, no blank you weren't impressed. Look at the team. I wasn't impressed either. Horrible. But again, you'll, you'll take the rushing yards and what he could do despite no offensive line and very, very few weapons. Correct. I'll take it. Now, they also have to figure out running back, and I know everyone devalues running back until you hand the ball to the guy who's not very good. You're like, oh, you got to get a better running game. I'm curious what we do there. Has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime? We're on here at 614. We want to get your thoughts. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Bears fans, on this Bears Monday, we're wondering from you, has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime for the Bears? The Bears have traded out of the number one slot. They have the number nine overall and more. We'll talk about that and also hear from Adam Schefter, his thoughts about the Bears. But your call's next on this Bears Monday on Cap and J-Hood. Cap and J-Hood. Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the home of the Bears, and this is a Bears Monday. Some would say a Bears victory Monday based on what the Bears did on Friday. The Friday news dump. Well, we got a chance to find out that the Bears have traded the number one overall pick to the Panthers for the number nine pick. The second round pick, which is 61 overall. The first round pick in 2024. The second round pick in 2025. And wide receiver DJ Moore. That is quite a haul for the number one pick, Cap. And again, I'm sure you got this on your social or on your phone like I did. Dot, dot, dot. And DJ Moore? Wow. Crazy. Yes. But Peter King and Football Morning in America 
last week had that extensive column on Ryan Poles. Well, he obviously covered the trade, and he said the trade does not happen without DJ Moore, period. That was the starting point. We have to have DJ Moore, and then we can work on the picks. I mean, Adam Schefter from ESPN loves DJ Moore being part of this team. Well, I think he's 25 years old. He's under contract through the 26th season. And so, you, you know, you're getting a dynamic young playmaker. So, that look, that's the whole thing. You want to surround Justin Fields with as many playmakers as you can so you get a real sense of how good he can be. Well, I don't know that. I just think it's the overall package that was a nice addition to the trade, certainly. Um, but you're just looking for what you believe is fair value, what makes your team better, uh, what is the best offer out there. And, and the Bears were talking to multiple teams, multiple teams here. There were multiple teams, uh, at least three that I know of, that wanted to move up to the number one spot. And so they had their choice, and they felt like that was the best package that was out there right now. EQ St. Brown, Nikhil Harry, Byron Pringle, Dante Pettis, DJ Moore. Which one of these things is not like the other? Holy cow. Difference, huh? That wide receiver room was so abysmal last year. So abysmal. By design. That's why I still marvel that there were people actually thinking that team was going to win 8, 9, 10 games. That team was built to finish 4-13, and 5-12, 3-14. They got the number one pick. Thank you, Lovey. I'm optimistic, Cap. I'm I'm bullish on on the Bears and what they've been able to do so far. And I feel agree, like, agree. I, I feel like there's going to be more though. And and again, this is why again we're not going to get everything all at once. We're not going to get everything, but what we're going to get is building blocks going in the right direction. This is why I said to you in our last hour, Darnell Mooney, you're on the clock because it's not like you are out there by yourself now. As you said last hour. You can look at Darnell Mooney and a good team, maybe a third third wide receiver, maybe third best on the on a on a team. I mean, go to the best teams with the best wide receivers. Darnell Mooney's not better than Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. George Kittle's a receiver, not a tight end. Mm-hmm. Really, he ain't in the top three there, right? Right. Okay. Correct. Go around Philadelphia. He's not better than Devontae Smith and AJ Brown mm-hmm. no, and Dallas Goddard. He's fourth best receiver there. Pick the top. He's not better than Waddle and Tyreek Hill down in Miami. So that's keep- not fair. It's one of the best combos ever. I think the point people are making is you went from a receiver room that was abhorrent, the worst in the NFL, to DJ Moore, potentially one of the receivers if you take them at nine, Darnell Mooney, Chase Claypool. If Chase Claypool's your four, all of a sudden you're above average at wide receiver? Oh, great. Yeah. But yeah. I don't think they're taking a receiver at nine. I don't. I mean, not only was it abhorrent, it was awful. 312-332-ESPN, wow. 332-3776 is our telephone number. Just think about this with Darnell Mooney, Cap. Over 1,000 yards receiving in 2021. Mm-hmm. No wide receiver had more than 500 yards last season. It's because they were terrible. Terrible. Not, not one wide receiver had over 500 yards. And they were built to be terrible. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I want people to really Built to be terrible. All right, let's go to the phone lines to talk to you. 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Crystal Lake, here's Steve on ESPN 1000 on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Good to be up with you guys. You too, Absolutely. man. What's up? Has this been the most like, exciting offseason in your lifetime? That's our question here this hour. Well... I'm a Giants fan. I live in Chicago, but I have love for the Bears. I have to say, for the Bears, absolutely. 
And I want to go back to this number nine pick talk. So I think if you have the right trade partner, you know, an average to below average team making a reach for a QB, you absolutely make that deal. I mean, look no further than what the Bears and the Giants just did two drafts ago. Giants got Thibodeau at number two from it. And, you know, now you're starting to stockpile future first, and that's how you go grab um, Khalil Mack, uh, Tyree Kill, or whatever. So do it. Do it, do it, do it. And let's talk about your Giants, okay? Uh, the Tishes, the Maras. Yes. Talk about the Giants, okay? The ball, the coach. The ball, okay? So, Steve, there you are with your, with your Giants. And we're talking about this because it's the NFC. And so we're not saying that the Giants are the team that everyone wants to be, but uh, you talk about going in the right direction. You win a playoff game against the fraud Minnesota Vikings. And so, and, but here's, here it is with the quarterback, right? Same conversation. You're going to pay through the nose for Daniel Jones. Is that the right move? I, I'm I'm riding with it. I you know, forty. It, it, it's a high number, but I mean, he showed some things. The kid showed some grit. He's got an arm. He's athletic. I'm 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 going with. It. I'm happy with it. Let's go. The other thing is, and thanks for the call, Steve. Have a great day and a great week. The Daniel Jones deal is not as egregious as it looks on the surface because it's only guaranteed through next year. All the guarantees are the first two years. So let's assume. He has a bad year this year. Just assume that. I'm not saying he will. Then you have him next year while you train a rookie quarterback because you had a bad team. And then Daniel Jones is out. See you later. And if he has a really good year, holy smokes, we got him at a pretty good deal. Yeah, I think, you know, we talk so much about the Lions and some of these other teams, the NFC. You know, the Giants have been as bad as the Bears, I'm telling you. I mean, it's right. They have. I mean, so for them to be able to get into the playoffs and then win a playoff game, and then here's what it comes down to. This is why I feel so good about Justin Fields and his development and his future, Cap. How many teams are kind of stuck in their situation? And when I say stuck, meaning, man, so we got to get, we got Daniel Jones as our quarterback. You may not think that much of him, but you don't have a quarterback in the pipeline. You're not high enough in the draft to be able to get a difference maker at quarterback, so you have to pay through these guys. This is why development is so important for me for this young man, Fields. Because with Daniel Jones, we might have seen the best of him, but even if you haven't, if you're the Giants, where else are you going to turn? And for the Bears, same question. Where else are you going to turn? That's why you move forward with Justin Fields and develop him. Yeah, I was talking to a friend of mine who said, I could not pay Daniel Jones that kind of money. I had to let him walk. Hmm. In the New York market coming off a playoff berth, Who's your quarterback? I don't know. I'd figure it out. Th- th- that can't be the answer. Nope. Who is your quarterback? Baker Mayfield? Stop yourself. You got nothing but money. You got all the guarantees in the first two years. It is what it is, man. That's the price of playing. That's it. It's just amazing. Just the way this all works, Cap. It just everything, no matter what you see on the transaction wire, if you don't have the quarterback in place, you're nothing. That's what it's come down to. We could talk about defense all day. We could talk about offensive line play and wide. Man, if you don't have the quarterback in place, the team collapses like a house of cards. Correct. It just. Like the Jets. They're all in on Aaron because they have to be. Have to be. Yep. It's time to win there now. They got a good roster. Mm -hmm. They don't have the QB. We've got to make a move. Period. What if the Bears took the kid out of Illinois at nine? Devon Witherspoon. Might be the number one corner in the draft. That that addresses a need. 
huge need. I don't. Uh, of course, you and I don't know their board, but we know their needs. Correct. If all of a sudden you have Jalen Johnson, Kyler Gordon, Devon Withers. Okay, I got three guys now. I got my corners fixed. You give me a name, I'm not going to disagree with it. Right. Because, because of how many holes are on this roster. I mean, <laughs> Outside of quarterback, corner with a Q, yep. I can't disagree. You give me Skaronsky, you give me any of these names, what am I going to say? Look at the depth chart. I mean, there's Paris Johnson, the tackle from Ohio State. There is Peter Skaronsky, who some feel... I, I, I know Yurko thought you might have to move him inside to guard because mm-hmm. his arms aren't long enough. Mm-hmm. But, boy, people really, really like him. Um, so you could go offensive line. If Jalen Carter's there, you could go defensive tackle. You could go wide receiver with Quentin Johnston. Give me Teddy Albrecht on the line. He'll tell us about Skaronsky. He give, would. Give, give him a call. Yeah, Albrecht, Ted, please. I, get, 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 get him on there. Call the show, Ted. Uh, Quentin Johnson, the wide receiver out of TCU. What is that you had to Michael Mayer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. Some feel you need another pass catcher. Michael Mayer's a damn good football player. He's projected to go to the Packers. He's really good. So there's a number of ways you could go, man. Number of ways. Has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime, Bears fans? We're on live and local here on this Bears Monday, and we're taking your phone calls. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Who are the Bears trying to be like? Who are they trying to emulate when it comes to this trade? Adam Schefter will answer that, and we'll take more of your phone calls on this Bears Monday. Captain Jay Hood with you here until 9 on the Home of the Bears. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Captain Jay Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship as they defeat Penn State by a score of 67-65. Tournament seating is set. Northwestern will take on Boise State Thursday at 635 in Sacramento. Tough draw there. In the 7-10 matchup, Cap, they're going to win that room against Boise State, right? I believe they will. While 9-seed Illinois will take on Arkansas and Des Moines. Tough game. Get that right. Thursday at 3.30, that game will take place between Illinois and Arkansas. Both teams are in the West region. Uh, moving forward, a scheduled oddity for the Bulls. They won't play until Wednesday after a win against the Rockets on Saturday. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for a play-in slot with 14 games remaining. Also... Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl cornerback, was traded yesterday to the Miami Dolphins for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Washington Commanders avoided having Deron Payne play under the franchise tag in 2023. Pro Bowler became the highest-paid defensive tackle in history, not named Aaron Donald. Jay Moore. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Good morning. Welcome into the Cap and J Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. And we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Need more Bears content? Check out the ESPN Chicago app. Just click the Bear Down podcast with Black and Abdallah. They've got all the Bears that you need right there on the ESPN Chicago app. We are in until 9 o'clock, the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. Looking for KJM. They are on the ESPN radio app. And so we're glad you're with us here on this Bears Monday, 312-332-3776. We talked to you about the Bears trading out of the number one slot with the Carolina Panthers. How about that, Cap? Number nine overall, 
second-round pick, 61 overall, the first-round pick in 2024, second-round pick in 2025, and D.J. Moore, an incredible haul for polls in the Bears. If they had said to you, no D.J. Moore, but we'll give you the number one pick we have in 2025, does the deal get done? I don't think it does. It's a no shot. I do not think it does. I think he wanted a proven commodity at receiver. Because my response to the Panthers on that call, where are you guys going? You don't need them. Give them to us. Correct. Where are you guys going anywhere soon? We're headed somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we, got, we already have our quote-unquote veteran quarterback in his third year, and you guys are going to have a rookie. That's not going to work out. You know that. <laughs> a rookie quarterback with a veteran like D.J. Moore, he doesn't want to restart this. But let's throw him in the deal. Um, all right. All right, we'll do it. Take him. Yeah, yeah, just go ahead. Excuse me, let me call my owner. I'll be right back. David. David Tepper. Yep. They want DJ Moore on top of the picks just because they feel like it. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Make it. Yeah. We, we got to get this thing right. And the same thing with the Bears. They want to, quote, unquote, do it the right way. Watching Kevin Warren's press conference yesterday, Cap, I went back and watched his initial press conference at, so, at um, House Hall. Mm-hmm. He says they want to do it the right way. Paul says they're doing it the right way, meaning that he says that we're going to be methodical. We're going to take our time and build this. No shortcuts. And I know what they mean by that. When I hear Polls or Warren say that, I know what they mean by that. The shortcut is, man, see all this, this capital we have, this money to spend in free agency? Throw it against the wall. Everybody. Just keep spending like baseball. No, they're not doing that. They're not. Because you can roll it over. So they are going to roll over some of that money because they want to be able to pay Justin if they have to and keep getting draft capital in case we have to go get a quarterback. That's what they're telling you. Who are the Bears trying to be like uh, uh, when it comes to this philosophy, this organizational philosophy? We'll get into that with Adam Schefter in just a moment. But has this been the most exciting offseason in your lifetime with the Bears? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Let's go to the phone lines to talk to you, the Bears fan, here on this Bears Monday. Joe and Lindenhurst on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Thanks for taking the call. Um I think this is the most exciting uh, draft. Of course, we haven't seen it totally play out, but this is the most excitement I've seen since the 83 draft. That 83 draft was insane. Yes. Yes, it was. And uh, I like what uh, Brian Poles is doing as general manager. Um, And I am just – I'm 61 I'm running, you know, I'd like to see another Super Bowl victory for the Chicago Bears before I go, so this is encouraging. Where are you going, Joe? Well, you never know how long you last on this planet. You don't, you don't, you know, when your number's up, having served in the U.S. Army, I can tell you when your number's up, your number's up. There's no, there's no change in it. So I'd like to see them get to the bowl again before I depart. Joe, let me tell you something. When they get to the Super Bowl, you know what? We're going to be talking together. You're not going anywhere anytime soon. Well, I hope so. Like I said, uh, I've talked to you before. Yes. Uh, when I get my season tickets at uh, the new stadium in Arlington Heights, you're welcome to come and sit with us and have a few refreshments anytime you guys would like. All right, make sure you get your workout in today and eat right. We want you around, okay? Eat whatever you want, and I'll hopefully we'll see you for the Super Bowl. That's how that works. Hey, he, the 83 draft, he referenced yeah. very astutely. They get Jimbo Covert at pick six, Willie Galt at pick 18, L.A. Mike Richardson, 
defensive back on the 85 team at pick 33. Dave Duerson, rest in peace, at pick 64. Tom Thayer at pick six, uh, 91. Pat Dunsmore, who caught the halfback option from the late Walter Payton in the 84 playoff win at Washington. That's six starters. Huh. In the eighth round, let's grab Richard Dent. That's seven starters. Mark Bortz in the eighth round. That's eight starters in one draft. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Now, it makes me wonder, Cap, the way the Bears are going about their business. You and I had a discussion. Uh, I would say maybe three weeks to a month ago. I think it's maybe during the Super Bowl. I, I, I can't remember. I know that you and I have talked about the organizations that we admire in the NFL mm-hmm. that seem to do it, quote unquote, the right way, the way the Bears want to be able to do business the right way. And you took Kansas City, and I took Philadelphia as as organizations that we admire. Yes. Look at what Hunt and the um, Kansas City Chiefs has done, Roseman with the Eagles. All I look for as a fan for any of my teams is sustained success. That's what I'm looking for. Just get into the tournament. Get into the dance. Find your way into the playoffs. And then find out what you, you know. If you don't make it, do what you can to be able to get better for the next year. Tomorrow's not promised in the National Football League. But the teams that always are in the mix in the playoffs, those are the ones that you look at and say, boy, i like for my team to be that good. Adam Schefter on with Peggy and Dion talking about how the Bears are setting themselves up to look like the Eagles? The Bears have now done the same thing. They, they really like Justin Fields. They hope and believe he's going to be the guy. But they have insurance in the event that he doesn't take the step that they want him to this upcoming year because they're going to have two ones next year. And if he doesn't take the step that they want, then they're not going to be very good, and their pick is going to be high. And you think Carolina's pick is going to be high. Then they'll be right back where they need to be at the top of the draft next year to get a quarterback if Justin Fields doesn't work out. Now, the, obviously, everybody wants him to work out. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. That's the expectation. But you just never know in this league, and they have insurance in the event that he doesn't. What do you think of that from Adam Schefter talking about the Bears setting themselves up like the Eagles? He's right. They absolutely – best-case scenario, Justin's a pro bowler next year. Bears, wow, they look really good. In one year, they've turned things around, and he's the guy. Well, we also have two first-round picks, ours and the Panthers. Well, all of a sudden, if that's a high enough pick and you don't need a quarterback, you can be moving again to get more draft capital and make this self-perpetuating thing that just took a snowball rolling downhill like the the Eagles. Mm -hmm. If Justin's not good, then you're going to have your own pick be really high and you're going to have the Panthers pick potentially be really high. Holy smokes. You, the world is your oyster. But, man, can you imagine if Justin's really good? The Bears are decent. And all of a sudden they've got a Panthers pick that's really high because they're not good. And the Bears are a top 15 pick. You're adding two big-time pieces to your team. All of a sudden it's not, we played the Jets and we were talking about, oh, boy, they've got 14 first and second round picks of their own on the roster. Yeah. The Lions loaded with first-round and second-round picks on the roster. That'll be us, because right now we have one. One of our own first-round picks on the roster. That's Justin. Yeah, That's it. 
Shay, I want to get your thoughts coming up next because I know that you and Tyler talked about this over the weekend as far as maybe the Bears carving out their own path. So you heard what Adam Schefter said talking about the Eagles, how they're setting themselves up to look like the Eagles and Roseman. But maybe the Bears are one of one based on how they're going about their business. We'll talk about that coming up next. Cap and Jay Hood here on this Bears Monday on Chicago's Home for Sports. Welcome back to Cap and Jay Hood Experience. Weekdays from 7 to 10 on Chicago's Home for Sports. Sports ESPN Chicago. Captain Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Still to come, we'll hear from Courtney Cronin at 7:35. Her thoughts about the Bears and their big time move that they made on Friday for the Friday news dump. Don't be ashamed of that. Put that out there, prime time, buddy. Make that me- deal Friday at noon. Let's go. Don't don't just sweep it under the rug. Well, it sounded like he knew in Indy that's probably where the pick's going. Yeah. Shea had it. Just pick up the phone and call us. Shea had it. He had it. He told, he told Burt Breer what the deal was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm telling you, I got the tea leaves, pal. I told you guys both. I was In the lead up to uh, the combine, I started really feeling like Carolina was the spot. Am I high or what, Bert Brer? What do you think? Just a few old-fashioned steep. Drunk. The fish at the table <laughs> was me. <laughs> yes. So here's something interesting. So just like anything else in sports, and Cap and I could tell you over the years of being a longtime sports fan, we know the good organizations. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, for years under Bobby Cox, you want to be like the Atlanta Braves, to be in the conversation. In the playoffs, you may not win it every year, but at least you're in the conversation every year. Build on your pitching staff, build on your your offense, all that. The Yankees, because the way they spent under the late George Steinbrenner, man, you always want to be the Yankees because they play with an edge, man. Spikes up. I mean, you got to play for George. If you don't play for George, you're out, right? Same thing with football, though. With the Eagles, with the Patriots over the years, with the Kansas City Chiefs now, Chiefs are the hottest team right now. You want to be them because you got the quarterback, you got Andy Reid in place. And so what about the Bears now, Shay? You were talking about this earlier. The, the Bears, you heard from Adam Schefter saying that they are trying to set themselves up like the Eagles. Would you agree? Yeah, but they're going about it in a very different way. And it's something that we've seen a lot of teams be hesitant to do. And I think we're seeing less of it when you look at the way Tampa Bay is setting up their offseason, when you look at what the Rams did trading Jalen Ramsey yesterday, the Bears were kind of the first team to go, you know what, we're going to get rid of guys. Khalil Mack, we're going to get rid of Robert Quinn, we're going to get rid of Roquan, we're going to swallow all of this dead cap that teams never want to take on. That in the past, in the NFL, if you have a huge dead cap hit, you're playing for our team because we can't afford to have you not. The Bears were like, no, screw that. We're going to swallow all of this money and get back draft capital. And the way that they set themselves up, like the Eagles, is by being the first team to really be willing to go all in, swallow the dead money, be really bad, have an incredibly painful season, but it sets you up where now this offseason we have something we've never seen. We have a team that has the most draft capital in the NFL to go with the most uh, cap space in the NFL. They have all options open, and that's why you're going to see Tampa Bay do this. You're going to see the Rams do this. I think the Bears put out the new playbook. Well, uh, let me just say this, Cap. In the NFL, the hope is that the Bears are the outlier. 
Because, as you well know, look at baseball, look at basketball. If you're going to tank, it's very easy to get that number one pick and build around that number one pick and move forward, unless you're the Sacramento Kings, and the Kings now are good. Looks like they'll be in the playoffs for the first time in 15, 16 years. But in the NFL, starting from the bottom, is not necessarily always the elixir to get you to be a perennial playoff team. No, because there's so many injuries you could have. We could announce here later today on... Black and Abdallah, 11 Bears just signed whoever. Orlando Brown, McGlinchey, Hargrave, whatever. Everyone's going to be like, here we go. We're rolling. They get chopped at the line, and you're like, they're out for how long? Mm-hmm. Like injury is such a huge part of the league that not only do you need great players, but you have to have depth behind them. And Ryan Poles talked about that when he was with us in Indy. That's something we are sorely lacking in is depth pieces. That's right. Nobody plays 17 games anymore. This is why I'm not just going to jump up and say if the Bears win seven games. And wait, what happened to the embarrassment of riches that this Bears team is going to get with these draft picks? Where Because it doesn't work that way. I understand what they're trying to do. And I can understand every ardent Bears fan that looks at this team and says, man, we got three wins last year and look at what the team is doing now. Man, I mean, we're going to the play. No. No, I don't. The Bears are not going to the playoffs. The Bears are going to try to get themselves in a position cap where they can be able to build on the three wins. Say that's seven or eight. Say say it's six or seven. Yeah. Now, okay. So now you should be able to move forward and know a lot of things this upcoming season. Justin Fields, the guy. Do you have enough weapons around Justin Fields? Does he need a little bit more on the offensive line? The other thing too that we're not we're underselling guys is that this defense. I'm telling you, it was the worst defense of my lifetime. It was pathetically bad. You might have numbers that say otherwise about some of the no names, but I'm just telling you that it's probably the most dismayed I've been at a Bears defense in a long time or my lifetime. Oh, they were they were horrific defensively. I'm concerned about that end of it too. That's why we brought up Jalen Carter earlier. Like maybe Jalen Carter will be there at nine. Or maybe they find someone else. But before we get to Justin Fields and how he's going to light up the sky with DJ Moore, you need to be able to stop somebody. Well, but hang on, because this is the beauty of how they set themselves up. Cap, I'm going to take you from 6 to midnight here. Mm-hmm. The Bears, like, they don't need to be terrible. Like, Cap, we've talked about you would rather them win four games than eight and miss the playoffs because it gets you that high pick. What they've done that's so beautiful now is they get Carolinas. And the history, I took you through it in the, the, in the, the top of this hour, mm-hmm. the history of teams that trade up to get a quarterback in the top five, it ain't good. Like, they're going to have probably a very bad season and be picking somewhere in that top eight. This is where the Bears have set themselves up where they can improve incrementally, win seven, eight, nine games, miss the playoffs, be picking middle of the pack, but still be hanging on to a top eight pick that could become Marvin Harrison Jr. because of this trade. You can do both things at once now. That's the beauty of this. That fair to say? Correct. But if you told me the Bears improved to eight and nine and miss the playoffs, they'd give me five wins and let me get a higher pick. That's how I believe. But that's what I'm saying. They now have the higher pick either way because Carolina well, gave have you a two gift. higher picks. Well, for sure. Let me just say this: uh, if it is five or six wins this upcoming season, the spotlight will be even broader on Justin Fields. Correct. That is correct. And next so. year's draft, unlike this year's draft, today things change. You know they do. Today, Caleb Williams is the clear number one pick 
and Drake May is the clear number two pick. Two elite quarterback prospects. Today, that could change. But I'd rather have two high picks. Now, if you tell me the Bears won ten games, nine, and they made the play, sign me up. But if you told me they went seven and ten, missed the playoffs, or I can win five games, and all of a sudden I'm picking twice in the top ten? Yeah, but what if they win nine and miss the playoffs? Because you love to talk about Detroit. I'm telling you right now, Lions fans are not unhappy with having won nine games, missing the playoffs, and picking at six and 18. That would be a thrilling outcome for the Bears. Playoffs? Okay. Again, if I'm not going to be a playoff team, I'd rather get the higher pick, personally. Now, I don't want them to go 2-15. and I'm not saying that. But if you told me the difference of a win or two gets me a top six pick and all of a sudden Carolina's bad and I'm picking twice in the top six, seven picks, now if I feel like I got to have that quarterback, I got the ammo to go get him. Not saying this defense as is, but you might get your wish. If the Bears still have these 49 to 29 you know, outcomes like they right. did against Dallas, right. you might get that. Where the Bears have enough to score, but don't have enough to stop anybody. Correct. You might get this, go through this again. It would not surprise me. And you'll get your wish of a couple of, of top draft picks in the first round. Hopefully that'll be defensively. Yeah, if you can't get to the quarterback in this league, Cap, you're not going anywhere. I don't care how many touchdowns you throw. I don't care how many yards that Fields throws. You have got to get to the quarterback. Too many quarter, quarterback jerseys were clean last year because we had no pass rush whatsoever. None. So The worst. And one of the worst against the run. So, again, how did we react to the uh, trade on Friday? Get your thoughts in here. 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. In two minutes, we'll give you our thoughts about the Bears as they trade out at number one and get the number nine and more from the Carolina Panthers on Chicago's Home for Sports.